we need to talk strikes fear into the hearts of most. But we're breaking down that scary declaration on the Talking Couple podcast. I'm Deshaun. And I'm Laurie. We're married. Both from the South, but made the cross-country move to L.A. And are busy pursuing our careers. Even with the demands of life, we aim to put our marriage first. Every other week, we share personal experiences from our own relationship to help other couples spot red flags, get fresh insight, and ultimately strengthen their partnerships. We get real, raw, and sometimes a little uncomfortable to give you the tools to change your life. Hello, world, and welcome to the Talking Couple podcast, episode number 105. And if you're in a committed relationship or looking for one, this is the show for you. We face tough topics head on and share our own personal stories to hopefully inspire individual growth and a relationship revolution. And on today's episode, we are talking about having the courage to create a vision for your life that is true to your identity and then taking the action to make that happen. Yes. We're going to share the single most effective goal-setting exercises we've ever done. And we're convinced you're going to love it too. But fair warning, (laughs) it is going to take some effort and some energy to really work through the process. And then, of course, commitment to see it through long term. But what's cool is the end result is a life you've always dreamed of. And the best part is is you created it yourself. Um, But before we jump into the conversation, we always like to break the ice a little bit. Babe, what's what's new in our world? Hmm. New in our world this week has uh, been dancing. Yes. 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 We've started to choreograph or re-choreograph and relearn our first big performance together, which was super cool. Yeah. And getting through like the first, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds of... The choreography has been... I was rusty, <laughs> rusty to say the least. But it's it was cool. It was really fun and kind of sentimental. To yeah. So for I guess we should back up. For those of you that don't know, Deshaun was a former, is a former ballroom dancing instructor. Mm-hmm. And that's actually how we met. Yeah. We decided to pull out the old videos and find this dance that we really loved and well you've kept nagging me and was like babe I want to do it I want to do it and I was like well okay let's find it so I tried to go back and see if we had some old videos and mm-hmm. finally found the final copy well and you left out the best part what we did a lift oh yeah we've never done a lift together and you've never been lifted overhead no overhead. I haven't so yeah it was um Interesting. (laughs) So imagine us trying to do that in our living room with how many feet are these ceilings? I think they're nine. Nine foot ceilings? Ten foot ceilings? No, they're not ten. When I'm lifted over Deshaun's head, I could lift my, yeah, I was touching the ceiling. That was quite interesting, but super cool. So we'll have to find the right time and the right space to kind of bring that back out and unveil it again. (laughs) We can do that. All right. So let's get into this conversation because I know we're both passionate about this topic of success in life. Yes, that is true. So what does it take? What does it look like? And how do you go after your goals, especially when life throws you curveballs? Oh, yeah. That's always the challenge, right? <laughs> and we never see those coming. <laughs> it's, it's like, well, shoo. Oh, bow. Strike one. Yeah, Strike it's one. horrible. <laughs> horrible. 
there's definitely, I feel, this overarching desire that we as humans have to really know our purpose and then live in our purpose. And I think that's next to impossible to do if you don't know what you want. So if you don't take the time and really work through that and figure out what you want, you know, how do you really live in your purpose? Yeah, you can. I mean, both individually, what's your purpose individually? And then I also feel like as a couple, there is a purpose for, you know, each couple out there. So I think you've got to know that too. Yeah, absolutely. You have to have like a really good idea of what you're looking for before you decide to get into a long-term relationship, you know? Like you can't just be like, oh, I think this is cool and I'm just going to jump into it. Not so much. You really got to like... Think about, hey, what do I want first before you get into the the nitty gritty? Unless you are lucky enough to find a partner who magically kind of wants the same things, which I don't know if that really ever happens. But yeah, it would be very helpful if you have an idea of really what you're looking for and what you want for your life. For example, we've touched on this before, but when you and I met, I don't even know how old I was. I always forget. But I was in my 30s when we got married. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was, okay, I'll just, I'm going to let that one go. I'm going to let that one go. Well, I but, was. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, that's wonderful. But what I'm saying is, is that I had enough time as a single person on my own okay. to kind of work through what I wanted for my life and what I didn't want. Yeah. And, and I knew that I wanted to pursue the career that I was working towards, I knew that at that point in my life, I still wasn't sure that I wanted kids. In fact, I still didn't think I wanted kids and other things as well. I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to do all these things. And if I had gotten into a relationship with someone who didn't want to travel the world, who definitely wanted kids, who Mm -hmm. was more interested in marrying someone who could be, you know, their wife could be a stay-at-home mom to raise the kids. That was going to be a really bad combination. Well, because you have one idea and like, I'm going on this path. And then you have another person is like, oh, I'm going to take a right here. You're never going to connect. You're You're never never going to meet up. And that's why we laugh and we tell people like pretty much on like date number two, I was like, hey, you want kids? Okay, good. Nope. All right. We can proceed. (laughs) So- We tried to break this goal-setting episode down into a couple of steps to make it a little bit more of a... Tangible and simplified um, process. process. So that way it makes sense. It's like, all right, where do I start? So step one, Mm -hmm. figure out what you want. Yes. (laughs) Don't follow what everybody else is doing. You know, you're not them. They don't have your dreams and ambition, and you don't have to live up to their expectations. Yeah, that's big. I mean, huge, because it is so easy to think you know what you want, Mm -hmm. but it's actually someone else's projection or expectation on Um, your life. Yeah. So many people fall into that because... Either they just don't know any better, like they just haven't done the work to really question, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. Is this really what I want? Mm -mm. Or they just want to make somebody happy. Or, I mean, you hear about it all the time. You know, you'll hear about parents who are like, oh, you need to be a doctor. And they're like, but I want to be an artist. Once you get to a certain point, 
You just got to say, this is what I want to do. And I think we've definitely <laughs> lived that out. It wasn't like we were like, we're going to buck all of society's norms and we're just going to be different on purpose. But I mean, we have like one, we're an interracial couple. Number two, we haven't had kids and yeah. aren't necessarily planning on having kids unless we adopt. We up and moved from our, our family safety and our, uh, yeah. our safety net and our family moved cross country to pursue other dreams. dreams. And you got to be able to take the risk. Yeah. You got to open up the door and say, I'm walking through it. So I went to a, um, a small private university for college. Yeah. And like the number one goal there was to find a husband and get married and start a family, which is great. I mean, a lot of people did that and they mm -hmm. have wonderful lives. And I have many friends who've done that and it's great. But that just wasn't me, you know, and I just couldn't understand how you would not want to pursue a career or how at 21, how I thought I could ever find who it is that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. That just wasn't me. Well, some people, I think, at that age, they think they know what they want. And some of them do. Like, don't, you know, I'm not going to say that you you need to wait. I know what I did. I waited until I was at a certain point in my life before I found the person I wanted to be with forever. Our journey had us waiting until yeah. later in life. And we've said many times to one another that had we met earlier, we would have never made it. Yeah. You know, now that um, we've gotten, you know, steps one and two out of the way. No, so we're, we just, we actually went on a long tangent on step one. So we're just now with step two. No, that was, step okay. Two is, yeah, yeah. Step two is allowing yourself to dream big. Yes. You have to allow yourself to shoot for the moon, land stars <laughs> <laughs> that goes to kind of what we were just saying which is probably why you thought we already covered step two our loved ones our family our friends they want what's best for us oftentimes that's the safe the safe choices right yeah and I can see that. so when you talk about taking a big risk or allowing yourself to dream big one you may even stop yourself because if you allow yourself to dream big then you are risking a lot and you are opening yourself up to being hurt and disappointed. And so they've learned over time through life to say, hey, if I lower my expectations for myself or for my life or for my partner or what have you, then I don't have to get hurt so bad. You know, over time, we create this little wall of safety for ourselves. Mm -hmm. When we met, yeah, there was a huge barrier. There was like a roadblock. I don't know, like a 10-foot concrete <laughs> wall that I was just like chiseling through. <laughs> hey, open up. Hey. And so it takes time because, again, like you were searching for something in yourself. I was searching for something within myself, and it just so happens that we cross paths. For people to understand what another person is going through, they have to go through something themselves. No, that's true. I don't think we're all rosy and like super optimistic. I always say I'm more of a realist, mm -hmm. but we still believe in one another and we believe in what we're trying to pursue. I've always felt, and I've talked about this on previous episodes, I've always felt like I was 
supposed to live an extraordinary life, not an ordinary life, an extraordinary life. And that's what I want for myself. That's what I want for us. Right. And to me, I am no different than anyone else. Anyone can live an extraordinary life if you want it and if you can dream that for yourself and that your current situation doesn't have to define your future. Because we have been in a current situation yeah, that is... A- not it's extraordinary. Not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and, like you have to, you have to want those things. You can't just be like, "Oh, I wish that something is going to happen," and I'm just going to sit here and twiddle my thumbs. And you got to put a plan together. You have to be able to take the risk and do the things that other people aren't going to do. And you have to have the starting point to say, "I'm going to start at point A and work." And work and mm-hmm. work and work and work and work. And then you have Hence the, the goal. goal setting. Hence exactly. the goal setting. Yeah. Exactly. So, so let's keep going. Step three mm-hmm. is making the mindset shift. People can wish, to your point, people can wish and hope and, and dream. Mm-hmm. But if they don't if they don't make the mindset shift and truly believe in themselves and we have to believe in each other. It's never going to happen, right? No, no, it's never going to happen. Sometimes when people say you have to make the mindset shift, like what is that? So one thing that clicked with me was I'll give a little shout out to Bigger Pockets and Brandon Turner because I'm reading his book right now about um, rental property investing. He talks about making the mindset shift and he says not I can't, but how can I? If you have something that you're pursuing and you think, oh, well, I can't do that, Mm -hmm. or I don't know how to do that, or whatever comes into your head that prevents you from playing that out in your mind, is making that shift to say, not I can't, but how can I do that? You have to believe in yourself, and you have to believe in what you are pursuing as a couple. And I keep saying us because... You're growing this business, and if I didn't believe that you could do it, how far would we get along in that process? You have to have support and belief, and I have to believe in myself, my abilities, not just rely on, yay, my partner believes in me. I'm going to try and do something. No, you got to believe in yourself first. Well, and I think it's easier said than done to say, hey, I believe in myself because, you know, doubt starts to creep in. I think I have struggled with this more than you with this belief in this business because we've been burned before. Yeah. And so it's so hard for me not to immediately like revert back to the previous failed attempt we had (laughs) and those fears creep up. And so it's when things get hard and I get frustrated, I immediately go there yeah. and yeah. say, well, this isn't work. Let's just, ah. yeah. and that makes it challenging. And I think where we have now come to clarity in is having this step the four, yeah. which is what this whole episode is all about in that, yes, we all have goals and we all talk about them. Mm-hmm. There is not a person out there that doesn't have goals and doesn't have an idea of what those goals are. But the process of writing them down, and not just writing down the big goals, but breaking them down. You got to go with like 
into actionable bite-sized items. What did you yeah. say? You can't eat the elephant? What is no. it? No. <laughs> 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 the only way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. And can I just say, we don't want to eat elephants because we got to feed and bathe elephants in Thailand, and they were the most amazing yeah, creatures. They are wonderful. We're not eating elephants. That's just a, a I know, figure of speech. But I just want but to say we're not eating them because no. they're so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, an elephant is huge, and you can't just, like, eat something. I get it. Just, you I get can't it. take on. You just bite size, bite size. Choo, yeah, choo, choo. but not elephants. Yes. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now we are ready to get to step four, yes. which is goal setting. People love to start here because it's tactical. It feels good. Mm. You know, I get it. But hear me, hear me, hear me. You got to work through steps one through three before this effort is worthwhile. Oh, my gosh. And, oh, go ahead. sorry. Go you ran ahead. Yeah. I was just going to put another warning out there that, Having goals and writing them down mm. now makes you accountable. Yes. <laughs> and I'm scared. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> no, I don't want to write anything down. So if you share those with someone else mm. or with your partner, you are now accountable. It's not the hard part. It's the, the adult part. Which has been key, you know, as we put our goals together and wrote them down and we have them on the bulletin board in the office. We see them every day. And when... I feel this way all the time. I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. There's too much going on. I can't do all this. And it's like, well, this is on the schedule. Yeah. We've got to get it done. It doesn't matter whether you feel like it or not, but we're doing this today. Yes. It's got to get done. Yeah, that is definitely true. It's so easy to lose sight of what is going on today. And a lot of people have said, the only boss that you have is your calendar. Mm. Yeah. Because if it's not on your calendar, you're not going to do it. And if it's not set as an alert or an alarm and it's like, hey, 10 o'clock, you're going to make phone calls. And it's like, what am I going to do today? Hmm. Yeah. 7 o'clock, you have to wake up to get dressed. Nah, I think I want to sleep until 9. Yeah, And even and when then, you have good intentions, if it's not on the calendar, mm -hmm. you get distracted. Yeah, Life I, is so distracting. I got to wash dishes. I got to do go the, the laundry. I got to go to the grocery. It's just like... No, I have to make money. I feel like it's human nature to find everything under the sun to put in front of the one priority that's most important. Like, yes. oh, I got to water the flowers. Yes. <laughs> so before, <laughs> before doing the most important thing, mm -hmm. which is run your business or... Make phone calls, set up meetings, the whole nine. And I think it's also difficult sometimes to support your partner because sometimes your partner may have a goal or a dream that they're working towards that you don't necessarily see, eye to see eye to. or yeah. believe in or think it's a good thing. And that's where you've really got to have these conversations. If it is truly the dream of your significant other, your spouse, your partner, you're going to have to come to terms with what they're working towards. And at the end of the day, you're going to have to support them. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to because I think it's trash. <laughs> Thank goodness we are on pretty much the same page. And I have to ask him all the time because at least one of my lifelong goals has been to have the freedom to live anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. And so that may be outside of the U.S. 
Yeah. That might not be your Something dream. Something that I want. Yeah, exactly. And so when he when we talk about our goals and he'll say, yeah, well, if we're going to move and this and that, and I'm like, well, are you sure that's something that you want? Because he's such a nice guy, and a lot of times he just does what I want to make me happy. But I always want to make sure, like, is that, are you sure that that's something that you want too? Because we're talking about our life together. It comes down to communication. You have to put it out there and say, you know what? I don't feel comfortable talking about what I want to do, then you have to get yourself comfortable and talking about what you have to or do. Or thinking know? about it. Thinking about it is not going to get you anywhere where you want to go. You well, have to say like, hey, I want to move out of the country. Okay, cool. Let's put this down and see what that looks like. What do we need? And if we do that, can I still do what you want to do. What I want to do yeah. and still make money and provide. Like yeah. that's a huge thing. And I think a lot of people don't even get to that point. They just say, hey, I want to move somewhere. Why do you want to move? We got it good here. My family's here. Blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, well, y'all should, y'all need to go back like to step three or step two. <laughs> or step like, one. What do you want? And figure out what you really want before you even jump to that point. Yeah. Okay, so we've said a lot, mm. but why don't we go ahead, let's take a breath, mm. okay, take a drink, take a breath. Okay, so if we have not scared you away yet, congratulations! <laughs> We're going to walk through the couple's goal-setting exercise that we did at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm just plugging bigger pockets through our entire podcast. So we love you guys. Hope you'll follow our podcast. Um, bigger Pockets podcast. I was listening to that one day on my way to work. The host mentioned how he and his wife had just gone through, they went away for the weekend and did a goal setting exercise where they planned out essentially the next 10 years of their life. Once I heard that, I could not get that idea out of my head. And I came home and I told you, and you said, okay, well, well And I was let's... like, all right, well, let's get a hotel. Let's... Well, no, 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 you did not at first. You said, okay, that's interesting. And then you're like, well, we can do that this weekend. I was like, no, no, we have to, we have to go away. We have to go uh, yeah, away. Yeah. Well, she, <laughs> I probably did say, well, let's just hang out and do it here. And you're like, no, let's leave. And I'm like, okay, where are we going to go? I said, anywhere. And so I was like, well, we got work. We got this. What do we have going on this weekend? What's my schedule? And I was like, all right, we can probably do something. Saturday after whatever, all the meetings and stuff. And I was yeah. like, all right, so what did we do? So we ended we, up finding a You place. found a place yeah. that was like a couple hours drive. We got school supplies, <laughs> adult supplies. We got post-it notes. We've got uh, Sharpies. We got pen and paper. And we we went. And it was really cool. It was like a really cool experience because... It was just us thinking and putting together the next part of our life, you know? Getting away is key because it is way too... That's why I pressed the going away because it is way too easy to get distracted in your own home, whether it be the TV's there and you you get Mm -hmm. tired and you turn on the TV or you're like, oh, I've got that load of laundry I need to do. Or if you've got kids at home or what have you, it is way too easy to get distracted. If you have little ones, get a babysitter, 
drop them off. You'll be back in like 36 hours. Yeah. It took us a good day and a half, I feel like, to yeah. really get through the process. Mm-hmm. We followed the kick-ass guide to goal setting. <laughs> and we really liked the concept of that one because there are seven areas mm-hmm. of life that they focus on in that goal setting exercise. Yeah. And that really resonated with us because we didn't want to be all about the business or yeah. all oh, about it's just like, finances or let's let's use it as a whole meal, not just uh, meat and potatoes, but I want some sides, I want dessert, I want every aspect of my life or our life. Because we want to be real well-rounded. Yeah. So let's go so, through what those those right. seven circles were. So circle number one is our spiritual life. Circle number two Your is... favorite. Physical life. <laughs> yes. Our personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one would be key relationships. Our job, or more specifically, my job. And then your business. And then our fitness. No, not fitness, finances. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I can't read <laughs> finances. <laughs> <laughs> our fitness goes up into personal life, which is... Oh, yeah, that's true. Our fit, not personal, yeah. physical life. Physical, now I'm physical. all confused. And it's all good. Yeah. We loved this process of um, starting out with someday goals. Mm-hmm. So the very first thing you do is you define what your someday goals are. It may be one someday goal, or you may have a couple of someday goals. I think you need a couple of them. You okay. can't, we kind of had yeah. a couple. We we, went, we've got a few. Yeah. These are the, the the broadest goals that you're talking about. There's no time frame put on this. It's mm-hmm. just, it's someday, right? It's like someday I will go to the sun, even though I might <laughs> burn up. That but... was not one of our goals. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying like, it's a someday. Someday I want to go to the moon. Okay. Actually, that was a, that would be a good one. You know, like yeah. that, that would be pretty cool. It was interesting that that was harder than we thought yeah, to it... come up with the someday goal. We had an idea of where we wanted to go with mm-hmm. that, but those ended up being more of the 10-year goals yeah. rather than the someday, the someday goals. goals. So our yeah. someday goals are having complete financial freedom. And what does that mean? Pretty much I can buy whatever I want, go wherever I want, do whatever I want. And live wherever we live want. Live and, yeah, and yeah. just not have to be like, oh, my gosh, I have to, do we have money for this? Let me check my account. Let Nope. No, babe, I can't. Or we or have to stay in this town because to this stay. is where our job is. Exactly. Right? Yeah. If we want to pick up and move, guess what? Peace. <laughs> and then for me and my business is to personally help a thousand families financially, whether it be like the retirement, college planning, helping them grow a business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once we had those someday goals, and I, I like to call them our umbrella those seven circles we talked about, everything falls underneath. So all of our 10-year goals, our yearly goals, and our monthly, monthly goals, goals all roll up under this mm-hmm. umbrella of our someday goals. Yes. So we thought it might help be helpful to sort of walk through two of the seven circles to kind of give you an idea of what our goals are mm-hmm. so that you can kind of see how we broke them down. So we chose two. So the first one's going to be... Uh, our business mm-hmm. and our eight-year goal because we're rule breakers. <laughs> yeah. We did say we start off with 10, but you know what? We're just going to shave a couple years off. And there's a reason behind that because eight years is going to give us the time to get this one here from doing mandatory work. 
And what is mandatory work, yeah. you ask? One of my big goals is to be able to, quote, retire from mandatory work if I want to. Mm-hmm. If I want to. And that's like my corporate job. To do pursue other things, whether that be continue that job or do mm-hmm. freelance work or write a book or work with you in your business yeah. or pursue this podcast or what have you. It's that I have the freedom to choose. Yeah. We gave ourselves eight, eight years, years to do that. And so instead of 10, of course, we can't follow the rules. Yeah. So when we say our 10-year goals, for us, they were actually our eight-year eight goals. So for our business, we have to build the Deshaun and Lori empire. That's sort of our eight-year goal. And then at a one-year level, we kind of broke that down into reading two business books a year. To kind of like further our knowledge as we're trying to build our brand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and then getting into my business, which is with Transamerica. And so my eight-year goals are having 100 licensed agents and then um, creating an annual revenue of a million dollars. My one-year goals is just really focusing on my 90-day business plan. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? you know, creating that plan and putting it into action. Uh, And again, another one-year goal is getting in front of more groups of people, getting myself more exposure. Uh, The monthly goals Mm -hmm. is just really updating my business plan on a monthly basis to make sure that I'm getting to the tangibles. And then creating a networking group within the area of Los Angeles for me to network build and connections build connections and service more people just to like further explain that so if you're talking about at 8 years you're wanting to have 100 licensed agents on your team mm-hmm. and also have a, an annual revenue of 1 million that you guys are doing as a team correct then those are 8 year goals and then how do you achieve those so you have to really follow that 90 day business plan at that yeah. 1 year level you know, really building my network of individuals and, you know, helping families and really growing and creating something that will last for us. Yeah, Yeah. long term. We also have um, real estate because real estate investing is on our radar. It's something that we're dabbling in. We've we've already got one property. Yeah, we do have our first one. We want to use real estate investing Mm -hmm. as a way to grow passive income our eight-year goal with that is to generate 75000 in passive income annually. Yeah. And so breaking that down, how are we going to do that? Our one-year goals are we want to educate ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we want to be very educated so that we can make smart decisions. So one-year goal is reading five real estate books right. a year. And then analyzing at least 100 properties. When it comes time when we find a great deal, we've put that time and effort in yeah. to know this is actually a great deal because we've done the calculations and we know the numbers and we know that they make sense for us. Exactly. Um, attending different meetup groups in the real estate realm so that we're you know, networking with other landlords and with other investors and connecting with folks that could be of value later on. That's probably been doing this a lot longer than us, so we can actually get the Do's and don'ts from them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then breaking that down then to monthly goals, we know we said as our one-year goal, we wanted to read five real estate books a year. There's a lot of books out there. So one of the monthly goals that we felt like we could easily attack was really narrowing down that reading list 
and ordering those books yeah. so that we would have those, yeah. which we've done, and then starting to read those, so mm-hmm. which we've done. Yeah. Um, another monthly goal is listening to podcasts yeah. so that we can continue to educate ourselves in that real estate world. And then lastly, you know, if our one-year goal was to attend more meetup groups about real estate, then of course a monthly goal would be looking for those groups. Yeah, exactly. You so gotta, yeah. You got to do your research on those. So hopefully this is starting to make sense with mm-hmm. how you... Put it all together. Yeah. And so the next goal, the podcast. And I guess our eight-year goal is having 250,000 subscribers. Mm-hmm. That's what we're working towards. The yearly goal is breaking those down into individual episodes. So we're thinking like 24 episodes within the first year. And that's essentially one episode every two weeks. And then Mm -hmm. growing our social media following is another um, yearly goal. And in order to do that, we have our monthly goals. So (laughs) at the time when we made this list in January... We had yet to record our first episode. So yeah. our, our monthly goal was to record the first episode, yeah, that's which it. we did. <laughs> and then another monthly goal um, well, was completing to... the About Us bio on all of yeah. our social media channels. For some like, reason, that was a barrier for me, and I just kept putting <laughs> it off. So it was like, well, if I wrote it down... In your defense, you are a perfectionist. You have to... It's got to be right. I was like, babe, let's just let's just get it down. No, And then let's just way. get it down. It's like, it'll, it'll be fine. Once the goal was written down, yeah. and we put we put pen to paper or sharpie to post it, sharpie to post and we decided exactly this is what we're doing. <laughs> then I then it then it lit a fire under me yeah. to actually get it done. So okay, so that gives you an idea of our business goals, mm-hmm. all of the money making things. So now, how do we get to building so, those key relationships? That's important, whether. It has to do with our business or just our own personal lives because it's super important, I think, to have other couples who've been married longer than than us that have strong relationships that we can learn from, other investors and business people that are smarter than us that we can learn from. This covers all areas of our life. You have to get to a point to where, like, are you willing to accept that you need to grow? It's like the old the old saying of you you water a plant like you don't see anything <laughs> growing. One day you walk outside and it's like, oh my gosh, the plant grew like four inches. Or in my case, the plant <laughs> is dead. You had to bring up plants, didn't you, babe? No, you brought up plants earlier. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. You well, sure did. he loves to blame it on me that our plants died on the patio last winter. Yeah. But I think it was because we planted summer plants in the winter. Although you did bring mm. one of those plants back I to life. I brought so. Bartholomew <laughs> back to life. But anyway, didn't mean to go on a tangent. So after the eight year, we have created a like-minded community. So yeah, we kind of touched on that. So, so, so our eight year one was, like we said, building, mm-hmm. building, relationships building relationships with people of strong character. It wasn't about, we were intentional with that wording too, though. Remember, we said if originally we had successful people. We want to understand someone's trials like what are you actually going through because we're not there and we don't want to learn from someone who has cheated their way to the top or is of questionable ethics that's that's not how we want to get there you know what people of good character 
we're more concerned about being with people like that than we are someone who has a Maserati. Yeah. Like if you have that because you've done what you needed to do? Great. Sweet. Then our two one-year goals, we talked about creating that like-minded community, exactly. which kind of they, blends they, over into that. Yeah, they work hand in hand. Yeah. And then for the last one is to be more approachable and to initiate more conversations with others. That was one that you came up with because you said a lot of times when you're out and about or you're at the gym, it's not that you are purposely not approachable, but you're just like in your zone. Yeah. And I'm not really like looking to meet people or engage in conversations because I'm there for a reason. Yeah. When I go to the gym, like I want to get in, get my workout in, and then leave. And I know a lot of people are like that too. And I think sometimes we have to sort of take a step back. Slow down a little bit. And slow down and be like, hey, you know what? Let me go and like do my thing, but still be aware of what's going on. Like That's one of my things that I really need to think about when I go out. But if you see somebody, another guy in there who's working out and is like really fit, like you giving them a compliment or like asking them a question doesn't take anything away from you. Yeah. One, giving a compliment to somebody just makes their day. Mm-hmm. Even just something as small as that to where you're just starting the conversation exactly. and opening yourself up to kind of just even give a compliment. So, whew. That was just two of the seven total categories. And like I said, this took several kind of iterations. Like we got through the someday goals. We got through the eight-year goals. Then we took a break. Yeah. Then we came back and we did the yearly goals. goals. And then we took took a break. break. (laughs) And then we did the monthly goals. And then everything is up and running. It's definitely a process. There may be some words that are exchanged. You may have to sit back and like really think about what yeah. the other person is thinking about. It was fun though. But yeah, the getting away part was really cool because it really made you think about like, okay, I'm going to this place for this reason, not yeah. just because I'm going on vacation. I'm yeah, going on vacation. it was kind of the first time we'd ever gone away to purposely work, work on something. <laughs> yeah. And we set out at the pool at the hotel and took over the picnic table. Mm-hmm. We used different color post-it notes for each of the seven categories. And then if it was one of your goals, we sort of put your initials by it. And if it was one of my goals, we put my initials by it. You always got to make sure that, one, you got to get on the same page. You can't just be like, hey, guess what? You go over there. No, let's just run side by side, just like when we said... In the beginning, I love you and I do, we all that stuff. We see these goals every single day because we're obviously working from home right now and we have them on our bulletin board in our mm-hmm. home office. If you don't see them every day, you forget because we've gone back and I'm like, oh, I forgot about that one. But two, if you don't write them down, because this yeah. is what we did for the first couple of years we were together, we had these goals, but we didn't necessarily write them down. Or maybe we kind of had like these <laughs> two or three statements broad yeah. statements that we'd put on our like bathroom vanity, but how do you actually get to that, right? Yeah. That the process of actually getting from a someday goal to an eight-year goal to a yearly goal to a monthly actionable item is huge. You got to break it all down. Got to break it down. And, and now so, it's totally obvious what we're Yeah, what we're going towards on. and we can hold each other and say, babe, are you doing this? Not really. I'm not doing this. Well, I'm going to need you to... 
put foot to bottom and get on it. We've made really great progress in some areas. Yeah. And then in some areas, they've been sort of so, a stalemate because of... Everything that's been going on. But yeah. again, you, you just got to... You got to roll with it. We would love to answer any questions that you might have about how we actually work through the process. So you can always email us at feedback at the talking couple.com or you can, you know, private message us on our social media yeah. at the talking couple. But you know, we always close the show with questions from our listeners. So mm-hmm. what's so our question? The question is Would you be willing to share your experience being an interracial couple? That's a that's a good one. It's been good. There's been a couple of instances in Atlanta when we first like started to get really serious yeah. in our relationship. And there's been some times where we were out at dinner or just... Yeah, we're at the mall Yeah, or we're something. at the mall or something like that. And people are like giving you the look. And I was like, hey, you might get some looks. And you're like, what do you mean we might get some looks? No, no, no. <laughs> I was well aware. I was well aware. And I think... I think I was more cognizant of it early on when we were dating because I had never been in an interracial relationship before. So this was mm-hmm. all new to me. And we would get looks. We would yeah. definitely, and some <laughs> of them were not pleasant looks. But then, you know, I have to say, and part of it now, I don't even notice. Yeah. And I don't know if it's that the looks aren't there anymore because, like, Maybe. being in an interracial relationship seems to be becoming a little bit more mainstream. So I don't know if it's that the looks aren't there anymore or if it's that I just don't even care and so I don't even notice. Probably both. A little bit of both. But yeah, I do feel fortunate that we have had a mostly, as you like to say, pleasant experience. (laughs) Pleasant. Pleasant experience compared to what I know some, you know, what I know other folks, other couples have gone through or experienced Mm -hmm. from either their families or their friends or complete strangers for that matter. I think... From there, we can't give them too much. So let's dedicate really... a whole episode to it on our on our next show. I think that'd episode. be really cool. I think that'd be really cool to like dig in and let people know how we're living our lives. I like it. All right, so join us next time on the Talking Couple. Subscribe to our show with your favorite podcast apps. And give us a rating and a review so that that little algorithm will kick in and our show gets in front of more people like you. Until next time. Get to talking. Thanks for joining us for the Talking Couple podcast. We have a favor to ask. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to the Talking Couple. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on social media. We are the Talking Couple on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. 